I'm having a goddamn blast on tour with this Big Mouth and a Small Town tour. So I've added some dates and wanted to let you know where I'm headed next. Uh, yeah, March 14th, I will be in Lakeside, Arizona. And then the 15th and 16th, I'm finally coming to Tucson. So if you're in Tucson, I'm coming to Laughs Comedy Cafe. Get your tickets. We're going to have a good time. My good friend Noah Koffer will be featuring at those shows. He'll also be with me the following weekend when I come to Grand Rapids, Michigan. Dr. Grins, I cannot wait to see you guys again. Those are always some of my favorite shows, and I'm sure this year will be no exception. And then I am headed up to my home state of Alaska for the Alaska Before You Die Fest. Anchorage, you better not fucking sit on these tickets. They're going fast. There's a few left. Uh, April 5th, I will be doing shows at the Gumbo House. It's downtown. I'm doing an early and a late show, one night only. It's an intimate venue, so tickets are limited. It's going to be out of control. If you've come to my show at Coots before, you know how fun they are. This venue is so much better for comedy. I can't even explain it. Just get fucking tickets. These shows are going to be wild. And then on the 6th, I'm headed down to Homer. Homer, Alaska. I am coming, performing there for the first time. Alice's Champagne Palace. And then on the 7th, I will be in Seward, Alaska. So Anchorage, Homer, Seward. We're having a goddamn good time. I'm going to come kill at all those shows because I'm a fucking Alaskan assassin. Am I sorry I said that? I don't know. Listen. Dayton, Kentucky, 12th of April. If you are in the Cincinnati-ish area, Dayton, Ohio, Dayton, Kentucky, this is your chance to see me at a really cool new venue called the Commonwealth Sanctuary. And then I am headed to Portland, May 3rd. I'm headlining the Rip City Comedy Festival. I will be at McMenamin's Mission Theater. You guys, this is a cool theater. We want it to be packed out because, of course I want it to be packed out, but also like, Let's have a goddamn good time in this nice, beautiful theater. So come to that. It's going to be a hell of a time. I can't wait to come back to Portland. And then Wisconsin. I'm headed back your way. But this time I'm coming to Janesville, May 17th and 18th. Green Bay on the 19th. And then what up, Florida? St. Pete, Tampa. I'm coming your way. Uh, Tampa, I will be there June 2nd. And St. Pete, um, they're ahead of that, uh, May 31st. Tampa, I'm at Side Splitters. And if you go to the links in all of my bios or go to their website to get tickets, for a limited time, you can use the code JMS and get $5 off tickets. And wherever you are, I'm trying to get people to buy tickets early instead of waiting to the last minute and making me panic so that if it is going to sell out, it sells out faster so that I know that, the club knows that, maybe we can add a second show. Just FYI, that helps every artist that you're a fan of. So if you can ever buy ASAP, go ahead and do that. Uh, So that's your incentive to buy early in Tampa. And uh, uh, I'll be adding more dates soon. If you did not hear your town, but you want me to come there, head over to my Instagram, instagram.com slash jmscomedy or just at jmscomedy if you're using the app like most of us. Uh, click the link in my bio, join my email list. That lets me know where you guys are so I know what areas want to come see me. Uh, so do that. I can't wait to get to more cities. I'm having so much fucking fun on the road. You guys have been amazing. People have been buying merch. These audiences have been out of control, good, just electric, laughing, having a blast. And I know all these upcoming shows are going to be no exception. So I will see you there jmscomedy.com slash shows to get your tickets. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. We're going to have a fucking good time either way. So thanks for listening to this little promo. Enjoy this episode. Ta-ta, idiots.
What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. What kind of ignorant shit is that? At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. You idiot, you fool! Hey, dummy! This is the Ignorance's Blast podcast. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. Hey, idiots, welcome back to Ignorance is Blessed, the podcast that attempts to overcome ignorance, mostly by asking ignorant questions with me, Jessica Michelle Singleton. I'm your host, and I'm ignorant. And I ask a lot of stupid questions, and that's why we're here. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. Please subscribe, rate, review it on iTunes. It helps. Um, I stopped really asking for reviews. I mean, I do it in this intro all the time, but I was really aggressive for a hot minute when I first started and then I fell off and I feel like I should ask for more. I don't know. Maybe I should do a challenge or something to get to a certain number. Like if I get to 500, I don't know. I think I've said that before. I am tired and I can't be creative right now, but I'll come up with something or you suggest something and maybe I'll do it. Um, but just fucking go leave a review. It helps other, other people find the podcast. And thank you to everyone who's already done that. Uh, shout out to my best idiots forever, Gene and Kathy. Those are from my Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash ignorance is blessed um, to get in on bonus content, hang out, um, postcards from around the world when I travel. Um, let's see. I'll be in Portland this weekend, the 10th through the 12th at Helium Comedy Club with Steve Ranazizi. And you can see me next week, the 15th Tuesday. I am going to be in Phoenix, a Phoenix area. It's Glendale, but Stir Crazy Comedy Club, 7 p.m., Get your tickets for that. They're cheaper in advance. I'll be headlining. I'm bringing my good friend, Nicole, Amy Schreiber, and then we're doing some New Mexico casinos on the 16th and 17th. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. And if you're in LA, I'm doing my one woman show on the 31st. One night only at the belly room of the comedy store, Codependent Arising. So check out the comedy store website for tickets there. jmscomedy.com slash shows for show info. And you can check out the rest of my website there. Um, All right. I just vomited on you. I wonder if people normally like, cause I listen to podcasts in at two times the speed a lot of times. And I wonder if that's other people's norm and they turn on mine and they're like, what the fuck is happening? Um, cause that's the speed at which I think my brain just operates. Um, all right, let's get to it. I had my roommate Nikki on, um, Nikki Martinez. She's a delightful makeup artist. So this is a makeup heavy podcast. I was originally going to talk to, about, to her about makeup and um, mental health stuff because she does um, have bipolar disorder, but the makeup stuff went so long that I decided that's going to be a follow-up episode. So I know some of you couldn't give two fucks about makeup. Uh, I hope you'll listen just to get to know Nikki. And also it, she's got great advice on skincare routine, which is not just for people who wear makeup. It's for all of you, you men with your fucking gross dried out monster skin. You should give it a listen and, uh, and some great tips and you learn a lot about makeup and the makeup industry. And it was uh cool getting to ask her questions that I've always had, uh, that I felt kind of dumb about and even asking about, you know, people's insecurities around makeup or how people judge it. So, uh, give it a listen and go check her out. If you are a big makeup person, uh, you're going to love her and you, she gives her all, all her plug info so you can go check her out and ask questions and get more tutorials. Uh, anyways, no further ado. Fucking just all you need to know about makeup with the amazing Nikki Martinez. 
Hey, idiots. Welcome to Ignorance is Blessed. Um, I'm here with my lovely and talented roommate, Nikki Martinez. Howdy. <laughs> I love you. Um, some of you might know her if you are a patron um, from a bonus episode. And she's so awesome and so cool that I was like, I have to have you on um, as a regular on your own guest. So thank you for doing this. Thank you. I'm like really excited <laughs> to be back. <laughs> um, yay. I'm so excited to have you. And I apologize to everyone. I'm still coughing. I think I've been doing that for the last like three episodes, which should concern me. but. I just scream a lot and here we are. <clears throat> so you have to deal with it, guys. Sorry. Um, all right, let's just dive in because I want people to get to know you. You are, if anybody saw any of my New Year's Eve uh, pictures, um, I got a lot of compliments on the makeup, the hair, and that was all Nikki. She's so fucking talented. Thank She's you. sitting here like blushing because she can't take a fucking compliment. <laughs> um, so I guess let's just start off talking kind of about makeup and how you got into into that like how long have you been doing makeup um so i've been doing makeup professionally for maybe about two and a half years nice i can't, sometimes you know i'll be like oh i've been doing it for three or four years but i don't like to count my time at sephora as still being a professional yeah um so i've been doing makeup for quite some time but professionally about two and a half years okay and before that you were just like at a sephora yeah at a sephora <laughs> as a beauty consultant um, okay that was a lot of fun yeah is that kind of like what got your feet wet into makeup or were you already in it and that's what made you seek out a job um i was already in it i actually used sephora as a stepping stone of sorts to kind of further myself in my career i didn't go to school for this so okay it was good practice every day okay so it's like on the job practice learning, education yeah. kind of learning do they give you courses when you work there or do you kind of like learn actually, as you go when you get hired by sephora mm. they do make you go through a series of training and like skincare and makeup and hair um i was lucky i had the opportunity to open a store so oh. i got really in-depth training with brands and they gave us a lot of gratis so free full-size products and that so you really, could know what you like yeah and, and that i worked there for about three years and it was probably one of the best decisions of my life and leaving was also one of the best decisions of my life because it led to my career going a bit further oh wow so you're like you knew it was time to go but yeah. you're grateful for it was a weird time in life but sometimes you know obstacles point to the direction you're actually supposed to go to yeah so and was that always kind of you think the goal like yeah I mean towards the, my last six months there things got a little weird a little sour but yeah bittersweet I left and it was the right time for me to leave like no less than a week later I got an offer to do like a music video oh that's so randomly. great yeah was so. that your first like big solo project um no I mean I had done like a wedding and God. like a photo shoot before but I guess this would be yeah you know what yeah it'd be like my first time on set with a camera oh cool and so is that like a different type of makeup doing on camera versus for a wedding or yes totally um on camera it's it is all about coverage, keeping you matte, you know, so you have to avoid certain products. As for like bridal makeup, you want the bride to look really natural, you know, and you go on to like make certain like parts of her face glow. It's totally yeah. different. And it's different products, too, that you end up using. Oh, wow. Well, uh, speaking of products, I guess just with all your experience and people are going to want to know, what are some of your favorite skincare and makeup products? Not to put you on the spot because I'm sure there's so many, but like, like, let's start with skincare. Like, do you have okay. must haves? Um, totally. This is funny. I actually get asked this a lot and I always get a little stuck because there's so many great brands and products out there. 
Um, but for skincare, I would recommend everybody needs to have like a face wash of sorts. Okay. Like it doesn't matter what type of skin you have. You need to wash your face twice a day. And like you recommend like a separate, this is a wash for your face versus just versus using your treatment soap wash. in oh your. My God. Yes. Don't, don't do that. Don't wash your face with Dial or Dove. That is meant for the body and not ah, for your face. Interesting. Um, but it does, it does matter having a separate facial soap just to cleanse your face. You don't want anything that's going to be like, this is a face soap with, you know, acne treatment, or this is for anti-aging. Like, if you want to use actual treatments to target that, you want to use just a friendly cleanser to wash your face and take off makeup. Okay, awesome. And there is there like, uh, so just any type of friendly face cleanser, there's no thing that in your opinion is better than the other? Um. All right, so as far as being on the high-end side, I always like to give two options because not yeah, everybody yeah. wants to throw like 40 bucks out to skincare, you know, yeah. for one product. Yeah. But if we do high-end, there's this brand called Fresh, um, and they have what's called the Soy Face Cleanser. Ooh. That is a personal favorite of mine. It helped me get rid of my cystic adult acne. And oh, wow. Yeah, that is that is a very long story, but it was a, it's a good one. However, um, so that is really nice. It has soy in it, which is supposed to help with cell renewal. And oh, like wow. I said, it just cleanses the skin and it doesn't strip it of any oils. Um, but if you wanted something a little bit more affordable, there is this Japanese brand called DHC. I found them at a store called Riley Rose. Oh, wow. And it's like $10 and it's just a foaming face wash uh. and it has like extracts in it and like olive oil and things that are good for your face and still considered natural. Oh, nice. Um, but it's just really inexpensive. Oh, okay. And is there something about I've heard that like you shouldn't use products with alcohol in them? Um, is that a thing? It's, you shouldn't use products that have alcohol within the first three ingredients listed. Ah, uh, okay. Um, because alcohol is unless a you're drinking them. Yes, <laughs> you are consuming. Want to make sure that is the first and only ingredient. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I mean, ingredients are really like important. So when you look at the back of a product, you know, the first three or four ingredients listed, it's what's going to have like the most concentrated amounts in the product. So awesome. you want to avoid any type of alcohol. Okay. Cause that dries your skin out. Is it, that a thing? It very much so dries your skin out. And so, you know, say you already have dry skin, it makes it way worse, way worse. and it will irritate your skin terribly. Ew. If you have oily skin, it's going to make it dry and that's going to make it react in a way where it freaks out and produces even more oil. Oh, wow. That's yeah. so weird. Okay. So still continue on the product thing, but. Okay, you said a face wash. Let's like, could you give us a rundown of like what products everyone should be using? Not the brands, but then we'll go through like what your favorite brands are. But, like okay. for a facial, a general like face daily skincare routine. So a face wash. Okay, so face wash, um, you are going to want an eye product of sorts, whether it be an eye cream or an eye gel. Okay. One's just more concentrated than the other. And some people prefer gels in the morning and creams at night. So it's kind of just personal preference. Right. So okay. you want that. Serums are important. It's different than a moisturizer. The serum treats something. So you can have a anti-aging serum, a brightening serum. And okay. that is going to be what you put on before your moisturizer. Oh, you put those on before the right. moisturizer. And Good to know. Once you put on the moisturizer, which is like important, obviously, yeah. the next important product to have, um, it helps absorb it deeper into the skin tissues. Okay. Right. So you're getting like a deeper delivery service. I like that. Okay. So it'd be like face wash, serum, eye cream, and moisturizer. Right. And for daytime, I do recommend wearing SPF, even if it's just like 25 SPF. Yeah. Um, 
on a cloudy day, there's still UV rays out there and you will still get UV Sun damage. damage. Yes. Is the worst. How dare you? She knocked over a water oh, bottle. Are you okay? I no, just got I, really excited, you guys, about skin geez. protection. I'm so excited for skincare. <laughs> Let me talk about, okay, so I have a vitamin C serum that I got somewhere. I don't even know. Are you wearing, are you wearing sunscreen with it? Oh, here's my question with sunscreen stuff. Do, do you have to put the sunscreen on before everything? That like your final step. Oh, okay. Cause so, I didn't know if like you need it on the bottom because, oh, I guess I'm thinking, so it would just like with, with facial skincare products, right, you'd go and moisturizer then, and then ideally moisturizer with a sunscreen, but would you put a sunscreen on top of so that? So if you do the daily moisturizer with a sunscreen, you are going to have to get a second moisturizer for nighttime because you don't want to put SPF at night. Okay. Cause it, it's not good to have on 24 right. seven. So that's why I like to have just two separate products just so I can have, you know, a cream that I use daytime and nighttime. Um, but as far as like sunscreen goes with skincare, you end with sunscreen, but with makeup, you begin with sunscreen. Okay. So skincare. So it's like the halfway point between if you're going from washing your face to full face of makeup, exactly. you would like before the makeup, but after the skincare. Right. And then if you actually do wear a BB or a CC cream that already has SPF in it. Uh-huh. So some people like to use that as their only base on their face. Okay. Awesome. And some people like to use it as a primer, which is still awesome. You have sunscreen on. So it's good. Oh, that's perfect. Do you have uh, preferred brands of moisturizers? Um, moisturizers for me are a little tricky because I've tried different ones and they feel like they all do different things. Right now I'm using the Dr. Dennis Gross. I think it's like the collagen. Ooh, C. collagen. Right? Collagen. I've been calling putting collagen in like my wa- my water in my hair. That's like really good for your internal organs and your skin. Yeah, I've been doing it for like organs, but somebody your told hair me today. Will grow a little faster. Oh god, my hair doesn't stop growing. Time to shave every day. Oh god, these nipples. <laughs> these nipples sweet till you age um somebody told me you can't overdose on collagen today in my dms and i was like and they said that's is why that a challenge well they said that they have a friend who is japanese you can get collagen cheaper collagen powder cheaper at japanese markets of course and a big i mean we i, I think it's a known thing at least among people who are a little bit in tune to what's going on with beauty products that Asian people have fucking great skin. Amen. <clears throat> like Korean step. beauty products <laughs> and like Japanese people, they just don't age, which is beautiful. But she said one of the secrets is they put collagen in everything. It's so great. Anyway. It's great for cell renewal. So that moisturizer I'm using is supposed to help with that. And then also the vitamin C is supposed to help brighten. And that's in the moisturizer? It is in the moisturizer. Okay. That's cool. And you like change it up every once in a while? I do. Um, especially yeah. like when I run out of one, I'll go to the store. To and, the store. Yeah. Um, if I'm not shopping online. To the store. I'll go uh, to Amazon. The Zor. Like, yes. Zor. To the Zor. <laughs> and I check out some stuff. Never be afraid to ask for samples. Um, oh, that's great. If that's a good you, secret. I'll be honest. If you're going to try something out, do a patch test. I know it sounds dramatic because you're like, oh, I'm not allergic to hair dye. Why am I going to do a patch test? Like this is a little different. You want to see how your skin reacts to product. Yeah. I found some products that work freaking like excellent for almost everybody. And then I try it out all over my face and then I'm screwed. You I have turn like, like red. And- oh, I turn red or I get I definitely get cystic acne. I don't get normal pimples. Oh, wow. Yeah, so you have to be. 
at least if you know your skin's sensitive, try it out first. And I always say like right underneath like your chin. The jaw. Yeah, because of. if you do get a breakout, at least it's not on your face and it's yeah. a little bit easier to just hide. Hide. Yeah. Wow. And you said that the face wash you're using, that's what really helped with your cystic? Um, the soy face cleanser from okay. Fresh, yes. All right. That's good. So I just like to switch it up. I like to be able to like recommend cheaper products for, you know, my followers and viewers. Yeah. And so instead of just being like, yeah, this is great. Like I'll stick through it and use the product. If I talk about it and say I love it, I'm not just saying it. Yeah. yeah. Which is great. I think that's so important for so anybody. That's why, that's why I'm on my $10 face wash right now. Yeah. You're like, I'm trying it and I'm going to go through till the end. Well, yeah. it's important for you to know what works best. And I do think there's something to, I mean, it's the same thing when you're trying to like stay in shape or continue. If you're like losing weight, you have to switch things up for your body. Cause they sort of just get it gets used to it. Used to it. And then it's like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if it says that, but, um, with, okay. Skincare. Let me ask you something. Do you know about these Jade rollers? These fucking rolling. Okay. What? I, is there a point to that or is it a bunch of bullshit? I don't know. So right around the last few months of me working at Sephora, there was this brand we started carrying called Herbivore. Ah. And they were the first brand, at least that I noticed, that started talking about using these crystal rollers. Interesting. And, right. And a lot of their products um, are like rose quartz. and Very crystally woo-woo. Yes. Targeting a good, there's an LA, there's a market for it. Very much so. Oh, my God. That stuff was flying off of our shelves. And a lot of people were so curious about it. But I'd never really looked into why. Yeah. <laughs> so you're not even sure. I'm not even sure. And I see it all the time. And I maybe I should start paying attention. But I have a habit of just overlooking trends that I'm like, ugh. Well, because some things are so... Dumb or gimmicky. Yeah. And it's like, maybe, maybe I'll try to remember to look it up and post something about it in the group and see if I find any science-based stuff. Or like but, somebody that's been using it that at least feels it's something other than just cold and soothing. Right. That's I know. all I can think of. Which is nice if you do the like, because I have one, I have two. I have one that I have up here, like by my makeup and I'll use it when I put my serum on. But every time I'm using it, I'm like, is this like when women in the 50s were slapping their chins thinking that was going to get rid of a double chin or like I was just going to say or like, doing the like the thing where you like move your arms together, try to get bigger tits. And like we all look like <laughs> fucking idiots. <laughs> I was going to say that I'm thinking maybe it's the fact that when you apply like face products, it's always recommended to do an up motion rather than drag down. Oh, so I what is that? Why? Gravity. Gravity. And just over time, if you're pulling up, your face isn't going to droop down. Oh, so, but like, oh, so it's basically like if you're pulling down, it's not, a, it's not doing anything terribly bad. It's just like you're helping your skin sag. Exactly. Over time. So I think maybe, and I'm just figuring because I do right think now, with the rollers, they do go. I think it's gimmicky. I think it does serve a purpose, but I think they try to make it look luxurious. And please, like, correct me if I'm being like super. Yeah, you guys, you, you can split. always respond. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. And that's the beauty of yeah. this is like I would love to get someone on who knew about the those rollers yeah i mean like i literally was just watching some girl's instagram and and i was like i want one those. yeah i know i was like i gotta stop watching these instagrams i keep buying these products that they're like you're clearly just being paid to promote this to me and i'm i know that and i've had like my own products to promote but you use them and like them but it's also like i only promote things i like so i'm like well and then but then i realized there was one day where i went on this bender buying uh what is her name lauren something from Killer? The no, she's from this. She's she's got a podcast called The Skinny Confidential, and I was looking, and it's a very popular podcast. She seems very funny. 
and I've listened to a couple of episodes. I've, I've heard her on other people's podcasts. I had to quit following her because I kept buying her products. <laughs> but also more importantly, I was like four products deep on Amazon, just buying not even necessarily the exact one, but versions of what she was recommending. Uh-huh. And then I was like, wait a second. She has openly talked about having plastic surgery. Like, and there's nothing wrong with that. But for me to there think I'm go. not going to achieve the results that she has with a face roller. Right. And it's like, also- I'm not going to, it's not Botox. <laughs> so exactly that. Like, Cosmetic procedures, sometimes people do spend a lot of money on their skincare because they have that budget. That budget. Yeah. So always keep that in mind whenever you see someone else on the internet. Like, be aware of that. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, I'm not, whatever I think I'm going to achieve, I'm sure it's not hurting me to have all this. I mean, for fuck's sake, I didn't even have a skin washing routine for years. Like, it was just like, in the shower it's with never my too late to start. Yeah. My mom kind of forced that on me, I guess. Well, not really forced, but she would be like, you need to wash your face. You're 10 years old now. Yeah. Nobody ever talked to me about it. And so it's like, I kind of, I did it like in the shower along with everything else, but it was like, you know, with whatever fucking cheap ass body wash, yeah. just rubbing it on my face. I mean, like Bath that's and body it. works. Yeah. Just the fucking super the high smell. Yes. <laughs> and then it's like, why can't I stop? Eating sugar. Honestly, Meanwhile, my tiny look, mustache. You, like you would have used more of the citrus, fruity smelling ones. I go back. And, yeah, I, can, I mean, like those, like those high school, like. Oh no! I was a very like. What is that? Not pea, sweet pea, sweet pea. Ugh, such a trashy thing. That I was is, such no, a sweet that's pea. A mom fragrance because I, I know <laughs> that is a mom fragrance. I mean, I went from using like I definitely use like literally my mom's perfume, which now I smell it and I'm like, I can't believe I wore that as a high schooler. Like. I smell like a slutty grandma. I like granny perfumes. Sultry granny. Dude, I used men's cologne for a couple of years. I was like really into CKB. Just trying to get yourself horny off your own scent. Yeah, I was like, this is all I have. <laughs> just, I'll just smell myself. Fuck. Um, okay. What the fuck is toner? Oh, what a great question. Because I'm, I'm like, like I'm do smiling you, so much right Do you now. do that? Is that like after all the face... It's like skincare. When do you put on toner? Right after you wash your face. Before so before serum. Of, should men be doing this too if they want? Yes, and I have gotten my boyfriend to do so. He's still lazy, so at least he tries to wash his face and yeah. puts moisturizer. Baby on. steps. But he at one point had a whole like routine. He was doing a serum, and his skin looked a lot better. Wow. And he's got skin. Yeah, he's I mean, got, he's got that really thick big poured man skin. Irish man skin or like, whatever. I drink hard in college and now I'm just chilling kind of yeah. skin. Yeah. No, because that's interesting to know that like this isn't just so for people who are listening. It's not just for people who are about to apply makeup. Yeah, this is just in general and I work in the industry and all the male like actors I work with have a routine and their skin is never dry and peely and if I do mention it to them, they come back like the next time around their skin's better. And they're like, oh, thank you for that. Yeah. Tip. Oh, that's great. What um, people wanted to know if they like could have seen your work anywhere. Is there like where might have people seen some Nikki Martinez Ooh. makeup? Okay, what obscure and or not obscure? <laughs> I've done I've done quite a few different things. Um, I would say I did this music video with uh this producer Ben Jero. Okay. <laughs> He's really cool. He uh, does a lot of Nickelodeon stuff. He's, oh, that's fun. He is known for the Back to the 90s viral video. Oh, that nice. Went around. So that was his video. He starred in it. 
Um, and then there's Jensen Reed, his co-partner in this. So they kind of have a group, Ben and Jensen. Oh, and nice. I worked on a video called In the Arcade. Oh my God, fun. Yeah. And did uh that was a lot of fun. It was basically the sequel to Back to the 90s. And oh, we, okay. oh, it's so great. He had this like animation done overseas for the music video, and it features like all your favorite 80s and 90s arcade games. Oh, I so miss arcades. Oh, gosh. I, I love the one that's like nearby here. I don't know what it is. It's just called Family Arcade. There is. There's one nearby here. I didn't even oh, know Oh, yeah. That. It's awesome. But then they don't let you take pictures in there because people kind of start turning it into an Instagram fashion. Oh, show. and they're like, we want this to just be an arcade. Yo, I would be that idiot. Yeah, fucking like leaning on a Pac-Man machine. Like, look how trendy Waka, waka, waka. Right? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Oh, that's um, so cool. But the video is really cool. I did some neon makeup in there and I worked with two other artists named Kayla Bourne and Kristen Forge. They're oh, great. That. They are also in the industry and I loved working with them on this project. So I would say that's probably the place where my makeup's been most seen. Most seen, like the most exposure yeah, on one thing. Like unknowingly, but most seen. Um, but I definitely do get a lot of like people Random. crossing paths over my work on other people's pages. Oh, that's so, great. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of how it all starts. Do you have any? Okay, so you're kind of. I want to go back to some favorite makeup products. Maybe we can like at the end. We never actually talked about the toner and I'm so. Oh, yeah. Let's I get remembered about this. The toner is something you can use to. I mean, just to kind of clear your face. So right now, the toner that I use is more of a. So there's toners and then there's like waters yeah i have both and i don't know you can use both use what i've been doing first. is oh see i've been doing it backwards because i didn't know i was just wash i had like you know wash my face in the shower and i get out and then i'd been doing the water and then the toner but toner should go first toner should go first ah, sorry toner should go first because that's usually what you're going to use to kind of get rid of and if wow it's I'm just okay. creating a new like. So you guys know language. it's late at night and. Oh, all right. So that's what it's going to be. And Nikki's all high as shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to lie here. <laughs> Ain't going to lie to kick it. But uh, <laughs> the toner gets rid of dirt in your pores. It's or like any last like. Right? Okay. And then there's some, it's not called a water. I don't know why I'm blanking Missler? on it. No, I don't know how to say it. It's different. What it's, is that? It's what like is the shit? An essence. It's an essence water. That's what goes after a toner. This is part of like the K beauty, Asian beauty, like the twelve steps. An essence, essence. after a toner. So the essence was like what brings hydration to your skin. So toner um, and then an essence, or like a collagen essence. Like is rose water one of those? A rose water is an essence. Uh, okay, I have that. Right. What What the fuck is micellar water or whatever? My my cellular water <laughs> yeah, is like a it. cleansing water. It's basically how I see it. It's like what a makeup wipe has on it. Oh, so it's like you can use that as a makeup wipe on like a right, cotton Right, to like quickly cl quickly cleanse your face. Like, oh, it's like a, if you're in a rush, if yes, you're somewhere where you can't, exactly. don't have access to a full face wash. Yeah, and that's why some of them are like really compact and easy to carry around like in your oh. purse or your bag. Um, that makes sense. Also, it's really good for mature skin if like the person doesn't want to wash their face every single day. Like you can do the micellular water in the morning and then actually wash your face at the end of the day. Ah, so it's gentle. Okay. It's not an everyday solution for twice a day, but it can be used once a day to quickly cleanse. Wow. Okay. So wait, face wash, toner, essence. What are these 12 Serum. steps? Do you know them? Serum. Oh, the 12 steps. Okay. 
Oh, do you know them? I think I do. Okay. Um, the first step is a cleansing oil to take off your makeup. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is more to take off your face makeup, your foundation, and your powder. Um, not your eye makeup. You use like a separate separate eye, eye makeup, makeup remover. remover. Exactly. All right. You just taught me this last week when I had to. By the way, I used the rest of those wipes. I, uh, yeah. The glitter on my eyes. Uh, I miss it. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. I need it's okay. It's something. all over my floor in my beauty room. So I'm sorry. I'm not missing. Slash, it. you're welcome. No, it's all good. It shows hard work. <laughs> um, so it's going to be a, a face cleansing oil and then a regular face cleanser. And then you're going to use the toner, the essence, the eye cream. You forgot. Wait, serum? Serum. Oh, shit. Serum yeah. and then eye essence, cream? serum, eye cream, moisturizer, and like protecting with the sun. Sunscreen. I know I'm missing a bunch. Well, but that's still. like that's part of the main like. That's the thing you can Google though. Twelve steps of. One hundred percent. You guys can look up the twelve steps of K Beauty. I highly recommend looking into that. Um, yeah, Korean people know their not, beauty. Yeah, it's not a trendy thing. It's just something that the Western side of the world is just super. It feels on. trendy because we're late on it, but yes, it's always been. Around. It's always been around. Wow, that's so interesting. Okay, a couple favorite. No, I want to come back to favorite makeup products. We'll round that out at the end. Yeah, that, that's going to last a little too long. Yeah, so <laughs> we'll just give a couple uh, boom, boom, boom toward the end. Um, like, I don't know if you in the back of your mind think like your five must haves or whatever. Okay. But um, so you're like sort of branching out into the freelance that's where you're at, right? Like yeah, sort of yeah. freelancing. I've, I've, I've branched out already. Yeah, yeah. So I've signed some contracts. Oh shit! <laughs> Do you have any advice for anyone trying to grow freelance or learning? Yes, the I business actually, side, like stuff maybe you looked at or how you oh, learned. I like a couple weeks ago got messaged on my Instagram by somebody that I briefly met at a makeup school. I didn't go to makeup school, but my friend took me to her school so she can use me as a model. Oh, so fun! This is where I met this girl. And she messaged me and she's like, I don't know, like, how how do I get where you're at right now? Whoa. And I feel like I'm just starting. So I was kind of like a little bit blown away that somebody wanted to know where I'm at now. Yeah, you never it's it's hard to tell how other people perceive you. Yeah, it's it's crazy because I'm all just stuck up in my head of like, well, I'm not here yet. I'm not here. We're yet. all in the I hustle. Yeah. And you make yeah. these goals. And you're like, I haven't achieved that. So I must be nothing. So I was really flattered. And I kind of had to like in the back of my head, go back to what I did. So. Like I like I said, working at Sephora or any cosmetic like store or counter is a big bonus to helping you get into your career because you start playing with product. Yeah. Um, even if it's just one brand that you're working for, usually brands have just about everything. So yeah. you get familiar with like foundation and eyeshadow and pigments and all that. Um, so that's a good step. And that's what I did to start like having stuff for a portfolio. That is super important. Yeah. So I would take pictures of my clients at Sephora, even though it kind of wasn't allowed. Oh, that's so fucked that they won't even let you guys they try wouldn't it. They let us do that or take tips, but you know, nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Yeah. That's okay. Don't ask, don't tell. Just put it in my you fucking... You guys could uh, DM me on my Instagram about this. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> you guys can Venmo me for all of the tips you never gave me at Sephora. No. <laughs> um, so you know working at a cosmetic place really helps um you can also get product for your kit almost everywhere you work where there's cosmetics you get gratis and if nice. not i mean you're gonna get like a really bomb discount so splurge yay <laughs> and then also a lot of free work i did a whole year of free work um just saying yes to get the experience yes, yeah. get the portfolio uh, so trade for print is a very popular term um 
on Craigslist. <laughs> um, and I was really scared to go on Craigslist and start finding work, especially work I wasn't getting paid for. Because you're like, am I going to get murdered? None of them I felt were, I was like not in a sketchy situation at all. Oh, that's great. Thank yeah, it's God. just people trying to like, look, I don't have a budget. Yeah. How can we, we benefit all, each other? I mean, What's what people were starting with, out? Yeah, everyone I worked with lives here in LA. Yeah. And I mean, we all like to say, yeah, I live in Hollywood. I'm in the industry, but we're all poor as fuck. Yeah, and it's like we're all floundering, and you're like, like, look, I'm a photographer. I need to build my portfolio. I exactly. need to make a artist and models too. So it would be like it's mutually would beneficial. Together. Yes. So, so it's like, yeah, none of us are going to make money, but none of us are going to lose money. We'll be okay. Right. So that was really important to helping me build my portfolio and also getting like professional quality photos and like reels. Nice. Because um, I've done a couple sizzle reels and whatnot. Oh yeah. Um. But so the free work, and once you have enough, at least to like have a page buy a website it's very important it makes you that look yes it makes you look so professional and people don't want to see your instagram instagram wants to see your instagram yeah but professional companies want to see your website with like straightforward this is my portfolio like this this is what i do this is yes. what i can bring you and having business cards too along with that helps if you live like in a cute little neighborhood like, yeah like highland park yeah There's little coffee shops and places that let you put your local business oh do you yeah. do that oh yeah oh that's so not, smart not as much anymore but when i was first starting i did and i would get some people at least follow me on instagram and kind of check out my website that's great and then at least now i have somebody that took interest yeah and that's like the stepping stone because then like you never right. know who they know and who's good you never know who's gonna be looking for exactly um so those are i would say those are the most important steps to take so find yourself in an environment every day that you're working where you are working with either beauty products hair products makeup yeah um, and then once you kind of have been doing that make sure you start finding free work and you can even like borrow your friends like face yeah like I've let me do a look on you I used you for you know yeah like, tutorial and yeah shit you gotta get if you if you have friends that are really your friends they will help you get where you need to go yeah well, especially with makeup like no one's gonna be upset if you're like can i do a makeup look on yeah, you exactly like don't be afraid to ask yeah yeah so it's you know friends and family are definitely a good help too for a portfolio and um hashtags hashtags yeah. oh yeah to like hashtag social media still is important it's for so exposure, important but you just need to make sure you have a professional side yeah somewhere to like send the people who actually make the decisions the serious, who maybe aren't yeah not everyone is you know like the people at the top may not be as instagram savvy or right. or sometimes people really just want you to have a website to be like oh you're taking yourself seriously yes which exactly. is fucking annoying but it is a thing it's important you want to be able to stand out from <clears throat> all the other youtube gurus and beauty gurus using air quotes here um, they are artists, but like on themselves, they don't freelance. They don't get paid to work on a movie or a television show. Yeah. You know, to do makeup for them. Yeah. They are getting praised for their artwork on themselves. Yeah. Which awesome. Good for you. But, but it's like trying I, to survive. Yes. <laughs> but uh, as far as Instagram goes, you can use up to 30 hashtags. Nice. And it can be annoying, but it helps also bring attention. To yeah. Page. This algorithm thing has screwed over like really insta famous people so imagine like you're not even famous like your shit's getting buried like, Five thousand followers like your shit's getting buried yeah um, there's people who i don't i follow that i like just straight up don't ever see their work you have to like go to their page and like about five of their posts and then you'll start and then it'll seeing start it. seeing yeah, it's yeah. so dumb because that also makes my feed really boring because i only get like because i don't need to see people. this one person yeah 
And then I feel like I'm stalking them. Oh my God. I know. I'm, I'm sure there's like a couple brands out there, like Rude Cosmetics or like <laughs> Patchology that are really tired of me, like blowing up their Instagram, but whatever. It's social media. It's there to Look, like start the. I love your products. And also, you're just on my feed all the time. So. I, that's so funny. I, um, how did you, what am I trying to say? When did it like first occur to you that you wanted to get into makeup? This is a really awesome question because I was just thinking about this not too long ago. Um, I was working at Guitar Center at the time, my first yeah. job, and I have always spent a lot of money on beauty products and makeup since yeah. like I was in middle school. And even when I was younger, like I when was, did you start wearing makeup? Like middle school, I Fuck. think. But not, I, wasn't I wasn't allowed to wear. I wasn't makeup. allowed to wear like uh powder or foundation. Okay. My mom gave me like brown eyeliner and like brown uh. mascara. It was really hard to be a scene kid. For a while. You're like, I need black. Totally. Yeah. No, no one's taking me seriously with this brown mascara, mom. Oh, pretty much. But <laughs> eventually, you know, she kind of just let go because she saw that it made you saw, happy. And she like, saw that it made me happy. She saw that I was like looking up to Billy Joe Armstrong, who like guy liner heaven. Hello. Yeah. So she's not. My mom was very lenient about artist artistry and like. things. Oh, like that's that. good. Yeah. So if she noticed I really did love it. She'd be like, fine. <laughs> yeah my my parents didn't let me wear makeup I didn't start wearing makeup till college and then I had this mindset and I know it's not right but like my initial I was so used to not wearing makeup that like I looked at makeup as like what are you trying to hide oh wow like do you do does that thought ever cross I mean I'm sure you don't think of makeup like that but now knowing when I like meeting makeup artists because it is sometimes you look at um, like the con the trend to contour really? and like putting on levels. Of yeah, that's every makeup artist I know goes like contouring's over. Um, <laughs> but like you guys just took it too far. It's canceled. We're done. We've canceled it. Yeah, because isn't that like kind of misleading or is it just like, no, you're it's just art on your face. It's art on your face. And also it's part of the optical illusion, because if you just have foundation on your face is so flat and you do look like an egg. Don't fight me on this because I was an egg all throughout high school. <laughs> Were you just do the heavy that's layer foundation? Started, <laughs> that's what I started wearing. Foundation was like in ninth grade and my mom took me to Mac and I went there and my like I swear to God, my emo ass was like, I want to look dead. And she was so confused. And I was like, I just want to be really pale. Really oh my God. Pale did you like a pale matte, like full? Oh yeah. I was like NC 20. It, like, <laughs> yeah. it was so, so bright. Um, And then I had like dark eye makeup and like pale lipstick. It was such a weird thing. Oh my God. It's like so punk gothy. Scene kid. Did you try to cover your freckles when you were younger? Yes. I... There was a time that I went to a Sephora well before I was working for Sephora and I went in there looking for a foundation and I was asking for the Kat Von D foundation. This was like it was only like a year old at the time. Yeah. And it was known as like the heaviest foundation on the market. Yes. And the guy that was working there, the beauty consultant, he was like, why do you want full coverage? And I was like, I fucking hate my freckles. They're so ugly. And then I looked to my left and there's another... Um, <laughs> Person with freckles. <laughs> There's a person with freckles who works for Sephora. And, and like, your freckles are great. Mine are just bad. Funny enough, later on in life, when I actually got hired to open up the Sephora, her name, her name's Lauren. She's she's a beautiful girl and has 
amazing talent. She does art. Um, oh my God, it's so funny. She, she ended up working with me and I felt so bad because when I said it, I said it so loud and she looked at me and she like in, always embraced her freckles. Yeah. You know, I was always jealous of people who like were fine with their freckles, but also I thought freckles looked cute on other people and my freckles were ugly. I used to feel that way exactly until I noticed that people would draw their freckles on and then they took it a step further and would get freckles tattooed on. Oh, when people start, I was pissed I was when like, that started. Oh, Cause I was like, now I'm normal. Okay. Yeah. Now, yeah. But then I got all self-righteous. I literally like inadvertently, if there were photos of me the first times I started putting on makeup, someone could accuse me of trying to like make myself look like another race. I wasn't, but I didn't know how to do makeup. So I would try to use the color of my freckles as like my foundation oh. to like, just oh, so that there would okay. be no freckles. Um, and they're obviously darker than my regular <laughs> skin. It was just so bad. Oh my God. I mean, I think I did that like once, but did you at least bring it down past your neck? I never did that. And no, I think always, I just, I stopped at, yeah, I would just stop, stop like at, at my chin. Um, but yeah, when that trend of people drawing on freckles started, I started, yeah. well, because I remember reading in a Cosmopolitan or something, they use the word, like, they're, like, talking about covering up blemishes, and they're, like, like, acne or scars or freckles, and I was, like, freckles? freckles. What? And then years later, when people were drawing on freckles, I was, like, oh, I, I got, like, way more self-righteous than I think I'm allowed to get, but I was, like, hey, that's our face. Like, <laughs> you you don't get to appropriate my yeah. freckles. Don't appropriate freckles. <laughs> it's like, no, you, you've had it good enough for long enough. Um, oh, that's so funny. People tattoo on freckles? Yeah. That's a bold it's, move. It's kind of like, uh, you know, when you get your eyebrows bladed in or you get your <sighs> lip liner done. That's permanent. So semi-permanent it okay. fades normal tattoos fade too and since this is like a different so this is even age, less permanent than normal tattoos. yeah but i have met people that have gotten actual like the same tattoos you would get on your body like the same <gasps> needle and ink yeah. has freckles on their face and cool you, you know thoughts you, you like yeah. it awesome never seen anything like it well it's just like also if you don't have freckles and you have the option to put them on or not have them to me, it's like, why wouldn't you want the versatility just because that's fun? I mean, because men have that advantage of just growing a beard. There's only so much we can do, but I guess makeup helps with that. There is. And at first, I kind of was like unsure about this product, but then I got it. There's this freckle product called Freck, and oh. it's almost like a tint. And I, God, I feel like this is just one big like Riley Rose like ad, but I whatever here's the thing Riley Rose, they make good product yeah Riley Rose carries things that you can't find at Sephora or Ulta or Target it's usually like Instagram brands so that's why I discovered these brands at Riley wow. but it's called Freck and it's like a little tint and it has a small brush with a fine point and you're just supposed to kind of lean into it oh. and you could add freckles so the reason I bought it is because my makeup kind of covers my freckles yeah and I wanted to bring them back out oh and so I was like Oh, it's twenty dollars, but whatever. You know, I was like, I just, I have to try it. I have to see yeah. what this is about. Um, I really like it a lot, actually, and I do use it a lot. Really? Yeah. Because you have like really good skin, but when you put on makeup, do you still always go like full coverage? Not as much anymore. Um, I started using lighter coverage just okay. because I've come to peace with my freckles. Yeah. Um, but also, yeah, having like a skincare routine and doing like sheet masks and whatnot helps with any redness. Ah, okay. Um, skincare will always be your number one thing to making your face look better. Yeah, that kind of sounds weird, but like makeup can only do so much. If you prepare like your canvas, your skin's gonna look great, and then yeah. when you do decide to put makeup on, it's gonna look 
flawless. Even better. So skincare is like being proactive about not, I'm not, it's like drinking I'm not water. plugging proactive, the company, but oh, like, no. yeah, drink lots of water, take care of your skin. Should people be washing their face twice a day? Yeah. Twice a day. Okay. Um, oops. But if, I mean, if you just feel like you don't have time, at least do it at nighttime because your face been like, has, through has been day. through a day. Yeah. Okay. So, and how important is it to remove makeup before you go to sleep? Oh my God. So important. So important. Um, makeup will age you. <gasps> oh, oh my yes. God. I could still look so young if it wasn't for all those nights I passed out oh, face down. Mineral oil. Oh God. Mineral oil is pretty bad, but it's in everything. Um, I mean, everything in moderation people. Amen. Um, but yeah, makeup can age you only because your pores are going to like suck it up and then you're going to get blemishes and you're like introducing these chemicals into your face when really you can just wear it for the day and wash it off. And Amazing. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. So like, mascara makes your lashes dry and fall out um yeah that's what that is a thing no like if you sleep with your mascara on every night oh, okay but if you take it off you'll be okay oh yeah yeah if you take it off before i'm bed. saying i said that as if i ever take my mascara off. i'm like oh i'll Whoa. be fine no um okay shit there's like a video of this lady who's worn makeup every day for like years and i think she only spends one hour a day not wearing makeup and it's when she goes to take a shower there's like a YouTube video on it. Whoa. I was just shocked. My, I was like, <gasps> with my hand over my mouth the whole time. Just like, I oh just my God, it's so bad. Breathe. Your face needs to breathe. Yeah. And she looked a lot older than what she than was. She was. It, it was just really gross. I felt, I felt bad. I felt yeah. Like that's no. like a form of dysmorphia that's, that's gone too far. And now it's affected her skin and her yeah. eyes. Yeah. There's people, and also people who wear like full coverage every day. Even if you're taking it off, I think like it does start to age you. Yeah. Cause it's so, it's just so much and your skin like right. wants to breathe. And if you're not treating your skin right with all the mm. skincare, like, yeah, you're setting yeah. yourself up for some gnarly skin issues later on. Fuck. Um, all right. Did we cover why, what made you want to get into makeup? We did, right? Sort of. We kind of went on a tangent. I'll try to make it really short. Working at Guitar Center, I realized I was spending my paychecks on makeup and then I started doing fun looks. Ah. Uh, and then... That was kind of like when YouTube very, very slowly started having videos. I oh, feel wow. like at the time, um, yeah, there was not a lot of like beauty guru wasn't a word that existed yet. Contouring wow. didn't exist just yet. Candy Johnson was like one of the first YouTubers of beauty wow. that I ever came across. And I was really young. And you were just really into it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. Wow. And I first heard about these brands like Urban Decay. And I was just like, oh, my God. So I started spending a lot more money at Sephora, worked at Guitar Center for three years. And suddenly a Sephora employee comes up to buy something during holiday time. I like freak out because she's wearing the tunic, the red and black tunic. Oh, my gosh. And I was like, oh, my God, you work at Sephora. What's it like? I've always want to work there. And that was like the best thing you could have done. The best thing I could have ever done, because then I was. She was like, do you want to work at She's Sephora? like, it's holiday. We need to hire. We're hiring yeah, people. We're opening one. And it was, I didn't think it was going to happen because, you know, it wasn't opening for another, like, until March. And this wow. was, like, December. So I was like, oh, man, she's going to forget about me, this and that. And then I got an interview at the only Sephora I ever shopped at. Oh, crazy. You know, the other place wasn't open yet. So they held the interview there. Oh, and, wow. Right. It was, like, kind of crazy. And then... Next thing you know, I get employed and I start like 
working there and learning all these things. And then I realized, you know what? I think I want to make a career out of this. This is this is this is becoming like more of a passion. This is better. Like this is going further than I want to feel better and have makeup on. Yeah, it's like oh, you genuinely enjoy help like help people with their skin yeah. and their beauty. That's great. And there's been some life changing moments too while I'm doing makeup that makes me go back and just be like, yes, this is why I do this for a living. Really? It's not, it's not the paycheck. It's not meeting all the cool people. I've helped people with cancer. Oh, just like feel pretty. Oh my God. Yes. The first oh, time I I'm did gonna it, cry. it was for my mom and it's okay oh. if you cry. I had to shave her hair off and it oh. was really tough because she was smiling and I was just crying the whole time. She's being really, really tough, but then the chemo and the radiation really got to her, and she didn't have eyelashes or brows anymore. And that was she had breast cancer, right? And she had breast cancer, yeah. And, and she, she's okay now. She's right? she, well, she's not. Out she's of the still hole. with us. She's still with us. She's not out of the hole, but it's almost about to be five years since. Oh, fingers she crossed. Was marked, like, That's like a big. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, but so you shaved her I, hair, and then you. I put lashes on her once she started losing more, and she started crying, and I just was like Lost oh my god it. i'm sorry I, I i thought she was crying because she felt like she would never look like that again and she was just crying and she's like thank you i feel more like me yeah well and because I, you lose like oh, it was so hard i i had to like walk away well because you don't want to cry in front of the person that you're like trying to help trying like, to, and trying to, trying to keep it together for, yeah right? and then so that was a really touching moment but i had another moment like that at sephora with a client who had just started doing the chemo and the radiation and you could tell people like get really pale in the skin. Yeah. You get like the moon face. You could tell. Yeah. Yeah. And I helped this lady bring back a glow and like bronze her up a little bit more. And the lashes and the eyebrows is what really makes people cry. Oh yeah. Because Um, I mean, you don't realize how much of the way you look and see yourself in the mirror attaches to like your identity and then to have it suddenly gone. Yeah. I mean, when my mom sees pictures of when she was like through in her worst health throughout all of that, she cries. Like I found a picture from my like 20th birthday and I took a picture with my mom and my dad by my Morrissey cake. <laughs> <laughs> it said happy, unhappy birthday. Oh, my God. Yeah. You fucking emo. <laughs> but I took a picture and it was nice because my mom's smiling and my dad's smiling. And I am, even though it was like a really rough time. Of course. And I found the picture and I showed it to my mom. She's she's a lot healthier now. You know, she has her hair back yeah. and her eyebrows and her face is like glowing more, you know. So when yeah. I showed her that, she started crying and she couldn't believe she looked like that wow. at one point. And then, you know, she recalled me doing that the eyebrow and the lash thing for her and then it was like a whole emotional fest and I got, oh, I got all mad at her. I'm like, stop it. <laughs> stop making me cry. Right. Oh, that's so sweet. Like, you don't really think about that until you're in a moment right so i realized that you know i have the power to make people feel better about themselves that's incredible and it's something i've i've always had this weakness for feeling a lot of empathy for people even people that aren't necessarily the best people yeah or even if they're unkind to me oh it's crippling it's yeah and i feel really really bad um and i feel like does it matter like everyone shouldn't feel a certain way i don't know i just have this empathy thing and it yeah really we like to me. want everyone to right. feel like everyone deserves to feel okay right so when it when i get a chance to do that with my job it feels really special oh that's and great I'm like, this is why i do this ah oh, i love that. other than the fact that i don't get bored of it with my really short attention span well and there's so much you can do too yeah do you have have you done any like special effects makeup or anything like that i have i don't necessarily do like monsters or prosthetics okay. that's a little bit 
outside your a realm little of... bit super out of my league right now <laughs> yeah uh, maybe we'll look into it one day yeah. but i don't want to take that as a main career path okay um, do you have like a preference of what you yeah i want to do like beauty makeup for television shows you know awesome. the news um maybe one day i can do the academy awards oh that'd you be know, amazing so i want to i want to do that kind of like beauty makeup runway like makeup. celebrity right or like even that. like published makeup like in vogue or something <gasps> like editorial uh. style so that's what i have in my mind but um, I have done some special effects where um, there's actually this musician um, named uh, Sean Hart and I. <laughs> Sean Hart. I know yes, the name. You know I know Sean name. Hart. Yeah, yeah. 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 And he did like a solo album and the concept of it was he had an eight track and he like shoved it into his forehead or it's like in his forehead. Whoa. And he pulls it out and he like bleeds all over a bathroom floor. Oh, my God. And it was a really cool shoot. Um, I'd never really done anything more. I had to make it look like instead of, oh, just there's a scar, like there's a fucking eight track just coming out That's of his so forehead. crazy. And we molded it on perfectly and it came out great. Oh, yeah. I love that. But you were like, I also got to take the pictures, too. So I feel like super special. You're like, I'm doing everything. I'm so talented. <laughs> Oh, I love that. Do you ever get requests for like Comic-Con makeup? I know because it's like oh, kind of close by. Not not yet. I'm not hoping yet. really soon. Yeah. Um, Next week, I'm going to this thing called BlushCon. Ooh. Never, is that like a makeup convention? I guess. I've never heard of it before, but I did this thing. With, sketchy. Uh, sketchy, right? I did this thing for Raw Artists LA. They kind of like showcase local artists and stuff. Oh, that's cool. And I did like an event with them. And so once you do something with them, you're like in their thing for life or yeah, whatever like and so they're like decks. hey here's to here's a ticket to blush con complimentary because you're part of our team or oh that's great raw, raw artist roster or something something like that and so i got the ticket and i didn't want to go because i'm like that's so weird but one of my friends convinced me she's like just go yeah you never what know who you're, you're gonna meet too yeah and it's not like i mean or what, as far you know, as you're i know get. i don't have anything scheduled that day so i'd be yeah. i'd be home anyways so whatever let's go out so I started looking more into it and it's like an anime con of sorts. Oh, wow. So I'm going to try to do like some kind of thing, cosplay. Yeah. Thing? Do you think you're going to like dress up and then hand out like I cards to be like. I don't know yet because I'm going to IMATS this uh, week, which is like. When is BlushCon? BlushCon's next week in the weekend. It's so soon because I was like wondering if you could do like a look card and print out a few. But that would be amazing. Yeah, it's, it's coming up but soon. It's so quick. But it's like a really small thing for right now so i'm just gonna go and you know what also, go look around. i just forgot it's not just like an anime thing it's also like asian beauty brands that uh, they focus on uh, right so thank you eve for encouraging me to go also they are going with me so oh uh, that's awesome yeah go go explore. get in all the yeah asian makeup knowledge hello so you can bring it back to but, me uh, i'm at this week is gonna be exciting this that's is like, like where all the makeup artists this go. is the huge like, this is like it's bigger than the makeup show it's this is like comic-con for makeup heads yes and they hold they hold it at the uh, pasadena convention center oh that's so close, oh, it's so close. now it's i feel so like close. i should go even though i have no business being there <laughs> this is my third year going but it's my first year going as an actual pro card member oh wow yeah, the past two years i would actually go as a guest oh what's a pro card member do you get so, like extra perks and I do I do get uh, I get to go to like seminars oh, at discounted so cool. prices my ticket was discounted the pro event um, is like just on Friday and it's only wow. like five hours long and that's when brands give you like really good discounts it's not super crowded with just regular you know shoppers or people interested and 
you actually I've gotten to meet a lot of awesome people there. Oh, that's um, so awesome. Yeah. So I've I met the owner of and the founder of Makeup Forever uh, there a couple times. And I remember the last time I went and I went up to her and I was like, your brand is the best fucking brand ever and with her thick french accent she was just like the best fucking brand ever that's so funny <laughs> so i have no idea how to do a french accent but the best fucking brand ever like that but like a little but, less but actually yeah <laughs> that's so but uh yeah so it's really cool to be able to network and stuff so i think that's what i'm gonna do more there oh that's yeah. so great that's smart i also have, I have a bunch of cards Yes. And I've also met some people through IMATS and then we keep in touch on Instagram. That's so great. Yeah. yeah you just really never exciting. know. Wow. Okay. I want to ask you, cause you have a very like kind of sp- specific look like you specific, you yeah. no. oh, I was like, like wait, what? you're very like kind of you punk rock. It's not, you know, like punk beauty. Um, did you, were you allowed to have colored hair? I can't remember yes. when you were at Sephora. Did that, do you think that influenced certain people wanting to let you do their makeup or anything? Honestly, like, did it you made get any looks? Scared of me at first. It was the best. <laughs> I, you know, at first. Do I, you like having people just be like? Is it kind of like a? It's a, it's guard? a game. It, no, it's a game for me. People are like, oh my god! And in my head, I'm like, she's complaining right now. She's sweating. She's nervous. But at the end, she's gonna be like shoving her like camera up in her face. I like, just know it because you because na- like, people don't expect. Yeah, they like they think you're gonna try to do punk rock beauty on them or yeah, whatever. They think I'm gonna try to like mac them out. You know, you go to the Mac store, you end up looking like a Mac employee, and that is yeah. not what you wanted. Yeah. So a lot of people would think that. Um, also, I'm very, very fair skinned and I would get a lot of women of color. Yeah, I would be like, no, but I'd sit them down. I would do their makeup and then they would just be like, oh, my God. Wow. So you're good with like women of color. Yeah. I mean, like, are I, there do you think there's brands that are better for as far like products for, yes. for women of color than yeah. not? There's one brand that I really love called Black Up. Yeah. Hilarious name. Such a great, I mean, but get to the products, point, I guess. Get yeah. to the point. <laughs> but their products are great. And uh, I've noticed that it's the consistency is better um, for like coverage with the color correcting. Because with like deeper skin tones, you have to use different colors. Yeah. It's like it, it's Instead not the like, same. You, app, like, you use like oranges and like purples and stuff. Oh, wow. To get them to like pop. To like, yeah, color correct. And instead of like highlight and contouring you're really just focusing more on like highlighting rather than contouring yeah you don't have to contour you just have to highlight in the right places so black up really focuses on products like that um and then there are some other brands too that have like an array of colors and then there are some brands that are really obvious that are like here's our line of 14 colors sorry we don't get any lower than like cocoa yeah they're like good luck out there Fenty, but everyone's starting to kind of realize that fenty beauty is made for like all everybody. they even have like an albino shade which i think is wonderful oh that's so great because yes. i never i didn't even think about like what do yeah. albino women do and they probably just yeah. are like rihanna really didn't want to not include everybody in this which thing. i love and she does the same thing with her lingerie line too i don't know if you've ever seen any i didn't know she ads. had a lingerie line yes so Fenty. it's like all shapes and sizes and- yes and all the people like all the girls she has in the ads are of all different sizes like i think that's important because i think it's like there's a body positive movement but i think you know so, but some people hear that body positive they're showing not just like thick girls yeah like showing every that's what i was gonna say is i think that people girls. hear that and they think like oh it's yeah. just really big thick girls and it's like no everyone should learn to love their body yeah, how it is it's proper like this is how everything should be for body positivity so there's no like like skin 
color that like of a person that we, you would go. And I know it's much different like with hair and you're not, you do hair, but you're not like hair yeah. trained, but like you wouldn't go. I just don't know how to do that person's makeup. No, there, I haven't. That's never been a thing. That's never been a thing. That's incredible. Okay. And is this true? There's the, obviously the um, common phrases, black don't crack or Asian ain't Asian. Do white women <laughs> just have, do Asian, uh, you know, Asian. Yeah. Do you, do white women just have like crackier skin? <laughs> Are white people doomed um, to turn to dust? How let, much do you think me, is like, because of like cleanly say this, like, cause I don't know. I don't want to like, I have a anybody. theory. So I'll offend and maybe you're going to fall in the same line. I'll risk offending. I think also the uh, Asian and black community specifically, and this is, and not to say other communities aren't like this. These are just like ones that I'm a little more familiar with grow up using moisturizers. Yes. And I don't think, I don't know how much is genetic and how much is like, no, they've just been moisturizing the whole time. And white people are like, what's happening? Oh, I need to start using moisturizers now that I'm 40 or whatever. <laughs> um, okay. So it definitely has to do with ethnicity, yeah. not all of it, but yeah. partially, um, you know, like, so it said that like, so my dad's Mexican. Yeah. Okay. And everybody in his like family has like some kind of thick skin. Yeah. Their skin's like a lot thicker, especially the men. Yeah. And it's more than just a normal, like a Caucasian guy has like skin with big pores and stuff. There's just something different. It's just like something in the genes. Right. And then some Asians have skin that is so fair and so thin you can see veins underneath them. Ah. And so it's like a thinner tissue. It's oh, kind of like hair. It's just all different. It's kind of like hair, how like somebody who's like african-american will have what's called like coily hair okay it's, it's like thick curly hair but it's more than just curl yeah it's just like that whole right. and then asians just tend to have like that pin straight hair yeah the super yeah. straight hair so i think some of it does have to do with eth eth ethnicity but yeah. i you know i like it's hard it's kind of like rising like going back in culture like what is done because like asian skincare has always been a thing yeah and i know I know cocoa butter is a moisturizer, hella for hair and elbows. Everything. And yeah. And I know that gets used a lot too. Well, yeah, no, I'm always like, how long have white people been ashy? And we don't know because we're so pale, <laughs> <laughs> which I don't think I'm allowed to say, but I just said it. Powdery. Um, we can go with powdery. Powdery. We're powdery. The powder room. Um, okay. Well, let me see. I feel like the we had a whole other topic I wanted to get into, but I think, think, think like, excuse me, I think maybe we could do two different episodes. I would love that. Um, so we will, I'm going to wrap up with some more makeup questions and you guys, um, let me know if you have more makeup questions. Cause I'm going to do a follow up with Nikki and we're going to talk more heavy mental health. And I think you guys will really like that as well. Yes, please. Um, send questions. Yes. Uh, and also, I mean, feel free to go through my Instagram. Yes. Go follow her on Instagram. <laughs> Check out my stuff and maybe come back with some questions. I started doing some YouTube tutorials. Yeah. You guys and, yeah. go look at it. So if you have like a specific, Oh, I like that you did this. How'd you do that? Cause I know I had a quite a few women sending in, um, just questions asking about makeup. What's the best way to do a cat eye? Oh, this one is one that I feel like I would need like a visual to give to somebody. Ah, okay. There do is... you have a video of it yet? No, that I might wanna, be a good I was video about it because I need to get like a model with each different kind of eye shape because depending on your eye shape, it's, it's different. How you're gonna exactly? <gasps> wow. I think you know what? That was probably one of the toughest things when I was learning how to do makeup. It wasn't like trying to match a foundation. It was. 
fucking eyeliner. Wow. I would cry. Like the, I would see the client be like, oh, it's good. And then I walk away and she'd be like fixing it. And, and like, I'd just be like, oh my God, I suck. God, and I have an astigmatism. So like my eyes are two different shapes and like what a fucking nightmare to try to get them to look somewhat even. So I can help. Yes. <laughs> oh God. Teach me. Um, oh, that should be a video you do. Yeah. I also um, started a blog called The Beauty Punk. Yes. And so with videos, I will also have a blog version of it. And it'd be like straight to the point and list of products that I use. And I got links and all that there for y'all. Oh, I love that. So go check that out, you guys. And then let's wrap with, okay, I have to ask you, um, obligatory someone always sends in like a semi pervy question so you can skip it or not but um (laughs) it's one of my patrons who just and he's always just being no it's i have two patrons and they go back and forth like one of them always supplies the question and they're always like this is a dirty question but it's also just so ridiculous and silly i think i asked one on the bonus episode but um who would nikki want to paint images of thanksgiving foods on her butt is really what they asked like who i would want to paint if you were going to get your body painted and for some god awful reason, decided to have Thanksgiving images. Okay. Like if you were some sort of Thanksgiving art piece where your butt's going to be on a table as a, uh, what are those things called? Cornucopia. <laughs> I was going to say the turkey, but. And then you just have a whole, <laughs> never mind. I was just going to be like, and then you have a whole corn on the cob coming out of your butthole. Um, I'm disgusting. I don't even know how you would answer that question. Who, Who I would let paint? Yeah. Kat Von D. No, actually, actually, Danny from um, Makeup Forever because she started as a like a mural painter, really in France, and there was like an art performance nearby, and then they had to like come in and they saw her and they're like, "Oh, can you you have to paint their bodies for us?" And she'd <gasps> never done that. Oh wow! And she did. And this then, is so educational. This is actually a really fun story. These are things that you learn from Sephora. Oh wow! Um, but so she she went ahead and actually painted the actor's body for the play or for whatever, and then they had her come back, and she realized that the formula needed to be a little bit better. And so thus makeup forever was born. Oh, so she made her own own makeup company because yeah, she had nothing to do with cosmetics to begin with. She was just, and then she's like, if this is going to be better, we need, wow. And now, now look at her. Yeah. Fucking makeup forever. Brand ever there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then we'll close on. If you had to list like favorite makeup. Oh, you know what? Really quick. Uh, to do a full without naming like specific products to start, or maybe you could name your favorite one as you say them. If I'm going to do full coverage, what pro like what type of product am I putting on my face? Like when do I put on, um, f- fucking what is that shit? Primer. Primer versus like what is foundation or concealer? You always will put primer first. Primers first. Okay. Prime. Primero. So after skincare, (laughs) sunscreen and then primer. Sunscreen, primer, unless your sunscreen is a primer. Is a primer. Do you have a favorite Um, or a couple favorites? A a favorite primer? Yeah. Yes, it is from Smashbox and it is, oh my God, it's like the photo finish skin, skinner, right? It's, oh man, I will tell you what it is. I I feel bad that I can't remember, but it's like a moisturizer with like hyaluronic acid. And That's okay. We'll do a post. I'll get like a list from you. Okay. But it's we can really post good. in the Instagram it's group and based, stuff. Um, and it also hydrates and plumps your skin right on the spot. Yay. So I put that on before my foundation. Okay. So foundation comes next. So foundation and then you can do concealer. 
Okay, and it's concealer like for the whole face or is that like spot treating kind of? Spot treating and you will have like a different concealer for under your eyes than you would use on your face. Okay. Different consistencies. Okay, and then probably a little bit lighter under the eyes. Is that true? More liquidy under the eyes, kind of like the ones that come in a lip gloss tube. And okay. And thicker cream-like ones on blemishes and scars. Okay, good to know. Bigger, like more coverage and it adheres a lot better. Okay, so it's primer, foundation, concealer. And then powder. Powder. That's like a really basic... And you just like powder your whole face? Yeah. I don't think I ever use powder. I think I just go, this is enough. It helps it stay (laughs) on longer and then with a setting spray too. But this is like just really minimizing it, not including like put some bronzer on and some blush. And bronzer bronzer and blush, are those interchangeable or do you put them differently? You can put them together. Um, Most of the time with bronzer, people just tend to kind of try to do a contour but okay. I always recommend doing like a three. Oh, I learned that from you know how I learned that was I looked up how to do makeup like Lucy from I love Lucy okay and that's what it, the, I learned three. that from that and yeah. I was like oh because yes, it looks more point. natural and it than also just the line right. the poop line the on your cheek line. yeah I call them um racing race or burn. racing stripes yeah racing oh sideburns sideburns yeah well because it just looks like a fucking line and if you do it too dark and you don't blend it enough right or if you do it too orange there's a little bit of a explanation that goes on for contouring and highlighting and bronzing yeah different. where do you put a highlighter um I know that you can't explain the highest it highest but... points of your face okay so. Like, for instance, Tips I'm looking of the at nose. your face right now. Yeah. And all the parts that I see, like the light reflecting off is like where you're supposed to put highlights. Oh, okay. So the tip of your nose stands out a lot more. Yeah. And so does this part between your eyebrows. Okay. The little C shapes. Around the outside of your yeah. eyes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's it's a lot easier when it's like there's a visual to go with it. Of course. It, but but you, and you put that over concealer and foundation or do you put that? Yeah. Okay. So you highlighter. You put it over your powder too. Like powder is just to make sure the liquid and cream products don't move when you start brushing yourself. Okay. So you put those on before you do blush, bronzer, it's whichever you're right. going to do. Yeah. Yeah. Good to know. Because yeah. I don't know if I was doing that in the right order. Sometimes, you know, you end up covering like blemishes and you go in with the bronzer and you're like, whoa, why can I see it again? It's because you didn't like set with powder. Ah, so that's kind of the point of the powder. Right. You don't have to use a foundation powder. You can use like a translucent powder, like the Laura Mercier one. Tarte makes one too. Oh, okay. And then for eyes, are you supposed to use a different kind of eye primer? Because I've seen... Yes. Okay. Yeah. Eyeshadow primers are a lot different. If you don't have one just yet, I would recommend using a really light concealer. Ah, okay. That's how it was done before eye primers were like invented, I guess you could say. Because back then... Back in the 1970s and 80s, uh, <laughs> that eye primer wasn't really a thing in the makeup world. It was like a thick layer of concealer. Okay. Um, and then, I mean, I guess that's for lips. Are you supposed to like lip line all the time? That's a tough one because some people are blessed to have a natural lip line that's pretty defined like yeah. all the way around. And then sometimes there's people like me that their cupid's bow is missing pigment on some spots. So is that what this like little yeah, the, that little the that kiss little part point. at the top where exactly. it like goes in and out like a little mountain? Yeah, it's called a cupid's bow. And some people have a defined one and some people don't. So oh. I don't. Whenever I put lip gloss on, you could see through the gloss where my lip isn't pigmented, where it's oh, where to it's be. like in the lip, right? So oh. I feel like oh, I have to line my lips to wear lip gloss, but with like a matte lipstick, I kind of don't. How do you feel about people overdrawing their lips with lip liner? There's a right way to do it. I was gonna say, and is there a secret? There's a right way to do it and a wrong way to do it. I did the wrong way for a long time. Okay, so you guys, you do you have a video for that? 
No, not yet. I'm. I want to re-listen this. And I'm going to write down things I think you should do videos. Yeah. Because I no, think people please. would want to know that. Because I've tried to do the overdrawing my lips. I see people who I I see their makeup. Like I have a friend Amber Dean who's like an incredible makeup artist. And I know she's fucking overdrawing and I cannot tell. I just know she is. And then I do it and it's like, I look like a clown. Yeah. I, <laughs> I look like a five-year-old who put on her mom's makeup. It took me a really long time to like not overdraw myself and my client's lips. Uh, and um, then um, eyebrows. Ooh. What? Just in general, when I compliment a woman's eyebrows, and I'm going to be fully honest here, and I've had you do mine and I go like, these are great this is like trendy hot eyebrow but genuinely when i see like good eyebrows i'm complimenting them because i know they did the work but i'm like why what is what is this trend of brow like thick fake very precise brow okay so because i've had it all yeah i know because i i'm like constantly changing my eyebrows and the products i use on them yeah um i think it's Partially getting confused with, you know, a Kardashian Instagram uh, makeup look. Yeah. Okay. And perceiving it as something that you have to do every day. Yeah. Or a trend that somebody just didn't know how to do right. And then they end up looking like Groucho Marx. Yeah. Because you do it good. And then when I try to do full filled in brows, it's like. It's heavy, right? I look like I took a Sharpie and was like. I think, yeah, I think it's not. I'm not even trying to be mean because I was there. It's lack of technique. Yeah. Lack of using the right products. Um, most of the time people like to keep the front of the brow a lot lighter and oh, okay. the back more precise and that's what gives it it's like natural a little more look, natural look because okay. brows normally are really sparse and like thin in the front okay Um. so that's that's how kind of like I do my brows but sometimes I still kind of do them a little too harsh um, I don't do the block brow that's yeah. the one that I'm like Oh, I just don't get it, but I'll be like, I get that that's what you wanted. So good for you, I guess. But maybe, I mean, also the part of the person doesn't know. I had horrid brows when I first started filling in my brows. Like it was like, like a like one of those building blocks to build a wow. bridge. It was like an arch. It was oh. really bad. And I filled it in completely dark and nobody told me how bad it was. Oh, that's, and now I feel bad because there's times I've like compulsively complimented a woman because I'm like, she must have spent so much time on that. And I guess that's how she wants to look. So I want to compliment her. But I question how many men are like, I don't care. A lot. All of them. A lot. No, men don't fucking. I've seen men complain about the eyebrows more than anything, but also like men. But this isn't for you, bitch. It's for me. Thank you. Yeah. Also, I would just feel like the internet is full of more ignorance than anything. Yeah. Well, it's also okay to acknowledge. Do you feel like that too? Because I, the, the, the more I get into beauty or the more I just sort of notice it around me or like appreciate other people's kind of work, the more I realize it's like people want to say that women feel pressured to put on makeup for men but i it's i really think we're now. mostly putting it on like for each other and for like expression and there's a lot of like trying to be girl positive lately like yeah it's like embracing your femininity yeah, yeah. like you go girl hell yeah you know you're doing your thing like i definitely have people that i'm not on their same level of like genre i guess yeah art and stuff but you know people like to do a certain thing people like a certain way like for a while i had a really weird yolandi <laughs> like mullet and it was really intense and now I'm just kind of have a normal mullet but at the time people were like what the fuck why did you do that I was like I wanted to yeah you're like this is my thing Let yeah me. I wanted to I couldn't stop obsessing over her hair and I wanted to do it to my hair and so I did yeah and there's a lot of like negative things on it like I tried to do twitch and do makeup streams and I'd get all these people from like the fucking 
I don't want to be close minded, but like from the Midwest where most people are close minded. Yeah. And they're like, why would you do your hair like that? And then they like don't even want to. I have this one guy who I'm friends with on Facebook. His name is like Kevin. He's, <laughs> he's, he's just some really, man named Kevin. <laughs> he's a random guy named Kevin. He drives trucks for a living and he lives in Texas, I think. And like he like contacts ghosts or whatever. So that's how I found him because I'm just into that kind of stuff. You're like, oh, he contacts ghosts. This yeah, guy won't be completely insane. Pretty much. <laughs> it was it was kind of like the whole like Southern cute thing too about it. He's yeah. Like, I swear to God, I heard. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? It was just you know? charming. It's just like, oh, yeah. I was like, oh, look at this cute. man. So I started following him and he sent me a friend request and stuff. And he likes my work and he's not creepy. Thank God. Yeah. But sometimes I'll post like a really nice picture. And he always says, if it wasn't for that bull ring, I have my septum pierced. Oh. And I'm just like, yo. Does that get annoying? It does. It does get annoying because to me, I feel like it's as normal as having your ears pierced. Really? Like to me, a weird piercing is like eyebrow. I'm like. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. It's interesting that you would... Um, you know, like I see an eyebrow piercing, I'm between like, that's unique. And each, then I see yeah, it. I just think they're both so unique and not even in a negative way. It's just interesting that the viewpoints that someone could have. Septum yeah, no, because for me, I think the though. septum piercing... They, they became mainstream and they started selling like fake the fake ones. ones. And that's what it becomes like. I tried a, to use one of those, by the way. It made you sneeze? Yeah, I was like allergic to it. Yeah. I like the way they look. A great I'm just, way to get lead poisoning. Really? I don't know. Probably. Probably. God, just like snorting some fucking cheaply made thing. Um, do you think men should wear makeup sometimes? Um, <laughs> yes and no. I'd say if you got a gnarly blemish. And you're like trying to look put together. Just cover it up. I've met, I've met quite a few businessmen and straight men when I was working at Sephora that would come in for a concealer before a business meeting. So I know that oh, men, wow. men are just as insecure as women when it comes to certain things. And I would always have to reassure them like, hey, this is normal. That's you know, so like, funny because you think that it's like, oh, men just have it easy. And it's like, they're still like, they're probably like women have it easy. It's normal for them to put on a little makeup to. Yeah. You always got to try to think about both perspectives. But yeah, yeah, Do I think it's fine. How far if you're someone who does like full coverage. Like how long into like if you're starting to do newly date someone, at what point do you think you go like, hey, I look a little bit different without this? <laughs> or do you just spring it on them and hope they still love you? Um, That's a tough one because I got into a relationship with my boyfriend when I had the worst acne of my life. So my makeup was also the worst because I was oh, taking it the fuck Trying on. to cover it. And then I'd like cry and then my real self would come out and he still some for some reason wanted to be with me. Ah, man. Hey, you know what? He stuck through it and now I've got okay skin. So hello. <laughs> yeah. So it's like keep powering through. She's going to get even more beautiful. Yep. You kiss just... your frogs and they will become princesses. We fucking God. <laughs> I, are you literally wearing a frog onesie? Really <laughs> is it a dinosaur? A dinosaur. Okay. Mike, and I, Mike and I call it the dinosaur. We're actually like little kids. I'm like, man, it's cold. I'm going to put the dinosaur on. And then it's adorable. It's, his sister gave it to me. Um, okay. Well, thank you. This has been really informative. Um, I had a lot of fun. Thank you. Thanks for doing it. Where can people look at your makeup and find your stuff? All right. So you can find my Instagram at N-I-K-K-I dot Martinez dot M-U-A. 
Um, you'll see my picture and you're, you know, you're going to see like, a yeah, green she's hair. got bright green hair. You're going to know it's me. Um, give me a follow. And if you heard this, go ahead and DM me. I'd love to like chat and see if you guys have any questions. Um, yes. if you were interested in actually seeing my portfolio for business reasons, you can go on my website, Nikki Martinez, MUA.com. And also if you go to Nikki Martinez, MUA.com slash the beauty punk, you will find my blog, your blog. And oh, yeah. That will link you to my YouTube channel that I'm working on. Oh, that's perfect. You guys go follow her blog. And I know, especially those of you who are asking specific makeup questions, send her those questions. Cause like, Hey, Twitter is a thing too for me. I started using it a lot more. So if you're more fond of Twitter, I'm at Nikki M U a underscore LA. Oh, I love that. You guys send Cause like, she's she, we, like, they just set up a whole little studio for her to shoot in our house. Like there's a cool, she's got a whole makeup studio here now, which is fucking incredible. And, um, you know, it won't hurt. Like give her inspiration for videos. Yeah, wanna, she wants I to answer know what people actually want to see yeah. instead of being like, let me show you this look. That's really hard to do. And you're just going to watch it and, and you'll know. never want to do it. Yeah. 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 She wants to help you feel empowered and beautiful. So go fucking check out Nikki. Thank you so much. Thank you. There you go. The foundations of makeup and everything else. Ha ha ha. Uh, fuck you for rolling your eyes at that. Yes. You, you know, who you are. Uh, listen, if you like the podcast, subscribe, rate, review it on iTunes, share it with your friends because everyone's a little bit ignorant sometimes. Hey, maybe you don't like makeup. Maybe you have a girlfriend, uh, either like a girl who's friends on you or uh, a girl you're dating who you know is really into makeup and spends her money on beauty products. Fucking send this over to her. Uh, shout out to my Leave Extraordinary Idiots, John, Matt, Jean, Greg, Kathy, Terry. Um, you guys are lovely. That's... Uh, uh, level on my Patreon and they help me keep these flowing and also offer so many uh, fucking great questions and ideas and I'm very thankful for them so if you want to get in uh, on that League of Extraordinary Idiots provide me a little support because you like my work I highly encourage you to do that um, it is very helpful so patreon.com slash ignorance is blessed all one word that is blessed I know it's wrong that's the whole fucking point uh, and that's the whole point of the podcast. Follow at Blessed Podcast on Twitter and um, Ignorance is Blessed on Instagram. You can go see, I'll be posting a picture of Nikki and that'll lead you to her Instagram and that'll, you know, you can go down that makeup rabbit hole, see all her cool, cool looks. She also shares like fun music shit. She's cool. She's just a fucking good person and I'm excited to have her back. So if you didn't get a chance to send in questions about bipolar disorder and mental health and maybe you have something, some type of question with, uh, that and makeup and how they tie together. Send those over to me. Um, you can join the Facebook group. Ignorance is blessed idiots. You can email ignorance is blessed podcast at gmail.com. Uh, yeah. Send your questions. Keep asking questions. Uh, and keep in mind that, um, no guest is or claims to be a representative for every person who has a similar identity. They're just one person sharing their own experience and ideas to help us get a peek at how things look from their situated position in the world. Uh, remember the more you ask, the more you learn, the more you know. And the more you know, the more we can look down on others who aren't as smart as we are. And isn't that the point? Thanks again for listening, idiots. And thank you for being patient with my ignorance. See you soon. <laughs>